Broads, if you've ever driven all over town to find one specific ingredient, you know how frustrating it can be. You should be able to get all of your groceries in one place, which really is not the case anymore, unless you're shopping at Thrive Market, of yeah, course. Yeah, the day I was shopping, I had to go to literally four different stores to find something. I'm not exaggerating. Four different places. It's wild. No. Okay, I love Thrive Market so much more than that. When you shop at Thrive Market, you get everything. We mean everything on one. Mm-hmm. Easy to shop site. They've got sustainable meat and seafood, non-toxic cleaning beauty products, and so, so much more. You can even filter the site by over 90 different diet and lifestyle values to make your shopping extra easy. Like if you need gluten-free snacks or you have a nut allergy or whatever, Thrive Market has it all. Get convenient, high-quality, affordable groceries delivered with Thrive Market. Join Thrive Market today. You'll get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash chatty. You'll get 30% off your first order. Think about it. If you place a huge order, that's a huge discount you're getting plus a free $60 gift at thrivemarket.com slash chatty. And welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Lord, I lift you. You just started rolling with it. I'm like, are we really going to go out with Lord, I lift your name on high? No. Because I'm okay doing that I started, if you want to. Did we already sing a date night of using as we go mm-hmm. on? We remember. Yeah, we talked about how we always go back to that one a little time. bit. Is that the one we? Is that the one we always go back to? I don't think it is. All the graduation songs. Yeah, all really the graduation songs. <laughs> Guys, I don't even know <sighs> how to start this I episode. Know, I know. We. What okay. the heck? I know. I'm trying to process right now. It's like I know that it's the final, but I also oh am like. I, I I really do, I do not think it is. I don't think it's real for me. It'll probably hit in a couple weeks. Just like the other day, I was going to like... You'll probably show up next week <laughs> be at like on, like on Wednesday at 11 and knock on the door. And I'll be like, oh my God, B, hello. And you'll be like, oh, I forgot. So want to clean your closet instead? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> Becca's going to... We're going to start. We're not going to podcast together anymore. Becca's going to come over and help me clean my closet. No, it's crazy. The other day, I was literally going to voice memo you and be like... Hey, in the future, it was like a small thing, but I was gonna be like, hey, in the future, can you? And then I was like, it was actually kind of weird. I was like, oh, like there's actually no sense in saying that. It's crazy. We are not gonna be doing. I mean, any you're episodes. still you're still welcome even, to do that. I can't even say. But what you did have to do with <laughs> so the you podcast. Just, you just make up shit. Be like, so just FYI, in the future, would you mind letting me know if you're gonna do this? <laughs> Uh, it's, it's all good. And I'm just like, what is she talking about? But we just keep the flow going. Yeah, it was like, it was crazy. It was like something about like, oh, when you send like, oh, you know, it, can we ask our agency if we can get the podcast ads like quicker or whatever? And then I was like, <laughs> I won't even be like sitting in my kitchen recording podcast ads on my voice memos anymore. I mean, as I'm even saying it, I think I'm processing it and I'm like, what the fuck? I... Yeah, I don't even know. I was going through for this episode, like all of our old episodes, and I was having this like existential crisis over the idea that like everything has gone by so quickly and yet it feels like forever at the same time. Like I yeah. can't remember like the idea of not recording every week. I can't even like get in my brain. No. 
But then at the same time, when I was looking through all of our old episodes, I was like, this went by so f-. like there, I, I think about some of our, you know, the episodes, you know, even not even quite in the double or in the triple digits yet. And I'm like, that seems like maybe a year and a half ago, but like four years oh, ago. Completely like maybe. Yeah, exactly. Like our 40th episode or something like I can remember some of those clear as day. Also, I feel like I probably remember every episode really well. I can't imagine. I can't even comprehend that we've done over four. What is what, what number is this? Do you know what number this is off the top of your head? This is going to be. Let's see. I mean, of here. course, there's also the bros. So I know that then that technically doesn't count for us recording. That's so there true. is that. That's you know, if we're going to be it's hard to really things. get the technical number because this is going to be this one will be the four hundred and eight. This one will be four hundred and eighty when it comes out. Like, like you said, there are some bros ones, but maybe it would be like 450. What of us? Yeah. They haven't only recorded 25 episodes. They've been recording for over a year now. Oh my God. I know. So we've maybe recorded like 400 at least. Yeah. <sighs> I know they've been recording for over a year. Yeah. How wild I can't is even that? It. So. I mean, I, I, can, I just can't comprehend that we've recorded, like we've created that much together. I know. And I know. How do you wrap up a legacy? <laughs> the legacy of a lifetime. How do you wrap up a legend? <laughs> well, it is wild too. I was seeing this morning on Instagram, everyone posting about their Spotify, like most listen to podcasts and they were tagging us. And I was like, and then it was showing the hours that people listen to, I like 75,000 hours or no, 75,000 <laughs> 7,500 like hours. 210,000 <laughs> hours. hours in a year. <laughs> yeah. Thousands of hours, though, spent listening. And I'm like, wow. I'm so grateful. I can't even believe no, it. It couldn't even be 7,500 hours. So that's actually like way more hours than you think it is. That, that means they'd have to be listening to like 17 hours of us a day. I mean, that sounds great to me. <laughs> they just constantly have us in the and background. We thank you for it. Wow. Yeah. Becca and I were talking. We were like, how do we how do we wrap up something that has been, that's meant so much to us. That's been just part of every day, every weekly like life for the past four years. We've experienced so much life together. And at first we were like, should we do something like out of the ordinary and unique for the final episode? And then we were both kind of like, let's just, uh, let's end this thing the way we started. And it. what could we possibly do? You know, mm, it's going to be me and you on the couch. Just chatting, just chatting. Yeah. Okay, first a word from our sponsors before we get into it, because this is a money-making business, you guys. Thank you, sponsors. I wanted to say, too, thank you. <laughs> Honestly, though, thank you so much to everyone who sponsored us and took chances on us and supported us and throughout the past four years. Bought and that's the thing. I've said this before, but we have had ad agencies come to us and been like your listeners Buy are shit. so supportive <laughs> of you guys and like even if they're not buying it like listening through the ad looking up the code that means so much like yeah, it truly actually does. so thank you thank you and yes a word from our sponsors because it wouldn't be chatty broads nope. if we didn't have some sponsored it really spot wouldn't. okay <laughs> broads 
Today's episode is sponsored by the app that is going to keep all of us a little healthier this year, and that's ZocDoc. ZocDoc is the free app that shows you doctors who are patient-reviewed, takes your insurance, and are available when you need them. I'm obsessed with ZocDoc. I've been using them for years. So convenient. I can't even tell you how many times I put off going to the doctor for myself because I couldn't get an appointment for months, couldn't find a specialist in my area, couldn't find someone that took my insurance, yada, yada, yada. It's such a pain in the butt. Also, a lot of times, you can't even book online for doctors. You have to like call. I'm like, forget it. I'm not calling. What a pain in the butt. But ZocDoc lets you filter all the things so you can instantly see your options and book an appointment the same day. The same day. And plus, you'll be able to see real verified patient reviews for each doctor so you can make your decision based on actual experiences. Say less. Say less. Go to ZocDoc.com slash chatty. Download the ZocDoc app for free. Then start your search for a top rated doctor today. Many are available within 24 hours. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash chatty. ZocDoc.com slash chatty. These are our last ad reads. I know. Wow. Lucky these sponsors. I know. You guys got us on our (laughs) final hurrah. Our emotional hurrah while we weep through the sponsors, while we weep through the ad reads. That's where you got us. But you know what? I was telling Evan today, I was like, just on a personal life note for both of us, I was like, what a good time to take a break. I mean, Mm -hmm. are you feeling it? Because I'm feeling it. As as bittersweet as as it is, I'm like, wow, I'm ready for a little break. Yeah, I am. I am in a space right now where... I am literally feeling, when I tell you every emotion, Mm. I mean every emotion. Like, every minute of the day for the past, like, week, I have been, I think the holidays probably imprompt that, too, where, like, all of a sudden I'm getting a little more sentimental and, like, processing a little more. But I'm, like, I have one second where I'm, like, an emotional wreck thinking about just reminiscing on, like, how special this has been. And then all of a sudden I am filled with wild pride about the fact that we did it and how we wrapped it the way that we did and are loving on each other. And then all of a sudden, I'm just like, I'm scared for the future. And then I'm like, I'm so excited for us and what our futures are going to look like. And then I'm a little relieved to know, like so excited to know that we're going to have just a little <sighs> a little rest bit to really soak up the holidays yeah. with our family. It's entering just a new, like, slower era for for at least a bit of time. Yeah, I'm just, like, so... I mean, I'm, I'm excited to just know because we're going to be dropping our first official up January 4th, first week in January on what a day? Wednesday. Oh, it's Wednesday. You're on a Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. We're going to do Wednesdays. Um, but just to know that, like... I don't know. I just feel so much warmth in my in my stomach i don't know how else to say Mm. it it's like in my in my gut to know how we're ending this with our community together with such like happiness and peace and knowing that we're then gonna go you know i don't know what's to come for you but like we're gonna go into like a bit of rest all of us at least for the next couple weeks during the holidays and really just get to soak up i don't know i think it'd be a great time too to really soak up how much this has meant to me yeah and be like oh my god we did it i think it'll take me a lot longer to be totally honest like i You'll haven't call even... me a year later and be like yeah oh, no 
for real. Uh, then, I, like, I probably won't even start listening to old episodes for like three years, and then I'll be like, "Wow, I don't know. I think I, I really haven't been thinking about it a lot. I, sometimes I have a hard time. Sometimes I have a hard time. I think I've talked about this before, but yeah. sometimes I have a hard time, like, even accessing like." we've been going through some stuff in our family you know and it's like wow you're going through that and I'm like it's not like I'm actively trying to not feel it but sometimes it's hard for me to get a grip on like what the what the implications are for my life right Mm -hmm. so I'm like I know Chatty Broads is ending but right now Chatty Broads hasn't and right now I'm sitting here recording with you exactly so it's kind of the reality right so it's kind of hard for me to like it's just because I'm so in the moment, you know, it's just, I'm just so present, you know, in the she now. So just, in the moment. I'm just so in the now. Versus me, I'm like, someone's going to like drag me out of bed and be like, you know, you actually got to like, you can't just keep thinking about the stuff. You got to like, you got to, you got to, you got to get over it. You got to, you know, process. I don't think it's because I'm so in the now. I don't think it's that. But I think I just, I think I just um, have a hard time feeling it until it really feels like a reality. Like, I, you know, it's, I, I've been grieving so much recently mm. for like the loss of some of my family members and I'm it's been 10 years but I think it's finally really sinking in mm. where I'm like wow I really want to call them and tell them about this and mm. share this and I'm like wow like I can't and and that is when it's really like hits for me and I think that it might be the same thing with chatty broads you know a couple months from now where I'm like you know what we really need to do a podcast about that you know like oh uh, we really gotta like we're gonna have to do a couple episodes and I'm, I mean granted I could make content but it's not the sure. same you know it's like no it's I know I'll be like oh I want to sit with Jess and we are gonna hash this out probably next season of The Bachelor when I have so you know I'm like we gotta we gotta we gotta do a series on this topic and then it's like oh like mm-hmm. that chapter is closed for now and I think that's gonna be when it really sinks in for me and I'm gonna be like oh yeah no I know I think it'll it's I'm it's hitting me a thousand percent but like I think it'll I'll have those moments of it really hitting me when all of a sudden something like funny happens Mm -hmm. and I'll be like oh my gosh I'm gonna wait to tell Becca on the podcast and then be like oh no I just gotta call Becca which I will happily do no but But it's it's just a different it's just you know We've had a relationship in a certain degree that like a friendship that's gotten so close, but so much of it has been behind microphones. So now it's literally just like that transitionary period of like, oh, no, I just I'm going to leave you the voice memo about it or call you. I, know. I won't save the content for the book. I, <laughs> I know. I think that's kind of sad. Maybe I'll help. I'll it's help. not sad. I know, but maybe it's not. It's just different. It's just yeah. different. But maybe I'll help myself process it by just like going on Insta stories and tagging you. <laughs> just telling a personal <laughs> funny story and just tag back and be like, I feel like in public makes this feel more typical for me. So... I'm just going to do this here, okay? <laughs> yeah, what is an experience if not seen by thousands of people, right? No, I exactly. think that that will be a strange thing. And I think I take for granted how, you know, I guess probably most listeners don't know, we usually talk for at least an hour when we're not recording every Wednesday. Even when we're in a rush, we end up sitting and chatting about something for 30 minutes after we finish. I think... The top of the podcast, we talked for at least we, 45 Today, minutes. we talked for an hour and a half. We talked for an hour and a half before we started recording. And then typically, once we stop, we'll talk for at least another 45. Yeah, definitely. And then Evans, and then we're standing around the kitchen, you know, t- t- ranting about something. Yeah. And yeah. And that's a lot of times when we're recording two podcasts I know. a day. So that's like 
That's like seven hours of talking together once a week. <laughs> I know. A I know. Lot. I'm always like, whenever I tell people, I'm like, you know, podcasting, doing the podcast is an all day thing. We record, you know, two hour and a half episodes. And I'm like, and then I drive an hour each way. But you're like, why does that's it only take four and a so half long? hours. That's only about five and a half hours. That's definitely not eight hours. So the math ain't math in and like, it's oh, like wait. oh wait it's because we're just really chattering it's because we're it showing each other different memes and talking <laughs> exactly. about parenting and yelling about something for exactly. however many hours exactly exactly yeah. and i will miss that like built in just like yeah. every week you know it's also nice like sometimes i think we can both just get in you get in the cave you get in your cozy place especially during winter for me i'm just like what are you going to do? I'm not going to yeah. go to the beach. Oh, like, no, you hibernate. I mean, granted, probably is beach weather like every once every other week, but sure. still, uh, it just is like a different feeling. And, and it was, it's been so nice to be pulled out. I mean, like we've talked about after having both kids, it was like mm-hmm. the consistency of, of getting to spend time with a friend is something that I'm really uh, so grateful for. Oh, a thousand percent. Cause it's just built into my schedule. I, legitimately was having to kind of take stock in my brain and go okay Jess now that this is wrapping I'd be intentional you're gonna have to be really intentional about time spent with friends because I know I can kind of get in my like cave too and I can hibernate and this has been just always such an awesome way of it being a weekly experience and now I'm like okay this is now an opportunity for me to work on extending myself being intentional about setting up dates, not canceling certain mm-hmm. hangs and all that and make making sure I make time for that because it is so special. Yeah. But no, yeah, it was built in. Yeah. It was built in. I mean... I'm like, who am I going to talk to now? <laughs> I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say we have never... I Also, I think you and I are so comfortable in front of the camera and mic. And like I said, we chat outside of recording mm-hmm. throughout the whole day. So it's like we have done it. But... We have, I don't think, ever, never gone to each other's houses to hang out when we haven't recorded. Ever. Can you think of a time? No. Other than a birthday. Yeah, other than a birthday. Or, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Birthday, yeah, 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 birthday. yeah, yeah, birthday. But no. And But also, like we've talked about, I talk to you eight hours every single week. Yeah, and then we voice text like all day, all yeah. week. Yeah, and we've gone out to like dinner, like comedy clubs. We've no, never gone over to each other's house just to like That's hang so out. Weird. But I do hang out, like I said, I hang out at your house every week. But it's still weird to say that out loud of like, we've never gone to each other's house for like an evening. That is so bizarre. Right? I'm like, you've been in my house for an evening. I'm like, oh, that was a Zoom. <laughs> Yeah, or coming over to record a late night episode and we'll watch The Bachelor. You know, we would come and watch The Bachelor at your house. I think what I think about, though, too, honestly, is like I said, too, when I'm taking stock, I'm like, oh, my gosh, like for, you know, the past, you know, set of years, I'm like, I haven't really done that with a lot of people at all in general. I think I've been a little bit like in this kind of cave mode, which I think is okay in a season Mm -hmm. for sure. Um but I'm like, I'll go out and meet people all the time places. But like having that home and be like, come into my home and like, let's sit and whatever. doesn't happen that often. Yeah. I'm like excited to be intentional about that. Yeah. I think that's like a really nice thing to get to. I don't know. It's different. So I'm yeah. such a hermit good. crab. Are you? So, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's like, it's either, it's either, it's one or, you know, it's one of two extremes for me. 
I'm either going out yeah. and it's going to yeah. be late and it's going to be a lot. Yeah. Uh, or I am literally hermit crab with my family in my house. You used to host people though at your house. And that's what I like to do. I like to just I say, because you get to use the excuse too. Habit. You get to the excuse of like, well, you know, our kids go to bed at seven. So if you could just come over at eight, yeah, you know, no, and like, right. that's a I great used to excuse. I do that all the time. Bef- honestly, before the podcast, I used no, to I host remember. people all well, during the, the beginning time. of the pod well probably up till COVID, maybe now before covid i guess yeah but i remember COVID. like the first year or so of us recording like that is you guys would do that often you know have a little fire mm-hmm. you also had a friend living at your house That's so that was also a, a different while. dynamic yes. he was crashing but yeah. <laughs> you know a lot has changed since then so yeah, no. but i'm excited to like i don't know, get into a season like of like recalibrating and and being intentional about that and maybe having more bonfires again. No. And I've got to watch myself because I'm already like, okay, Wednesday is, should I start like a college class? Should I start? I was literally like, you're going to be like, what's the next 15 projects? And I'm going to be like, it's time to hang out, baby. Everybody come over. I'm going out too. I always have like, even I got to like work on this because I'll be having a conversation with someone. And I'm also having like a conversation in my brain at like the same time as I'm like talking to someone. So as we've been talking about all this, you know, we did like a weekend work shop at a ranch in Altadena nearby. Yes, I was yes. actually supposed to go to my friends today and help her um, tan rabbit hides. I was supposed to go do that after after our recording, but she canceled because her kids got sick. But then I'm like, oh, maybe I could like, maybe I should start coming to the ranch on Wednesdays and I could like, you know, da, 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 da. Like, like, oh, maybe I could like get some sheep and then I could tend to them on the ranch every Wednesday. And I'm like, that literally, I, that's You're what like, my brain was doing. The in, in the last 10 minutes, I'm like, stop. <laughs> Stop! <laughs> oh my god! Um, oh my god! I am excited, like for what the. Are you new... gonna rest a little bit? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, when you were saying like the I'm last like, few weeks, I've like, been reflecting. Do... I was, I was like, I've been doing so many crafts. I haven't even thought about the podcast. I've just been sitting weaving baskets twenty four seven. I'm like, man, I've really, it's really been hitting me. And you're just like, weave and weave and weave and weave and crochet and sew and, and paint and build. <laughs> you should see my house right now. I'm just like adding to Christmas decorations literally every night. I'm like, paper chains, <laughs> more dried oranges. We need more dried oranges, more popcorn strings. I'm just like, kind of losing That's true. it. You can't even see the branches anymore because you have so no, much. I literally Grace, thought like, the other day. Is this a coping mechanism? And you're just like, more. Yeah, literally the other day I was like. I think we should go. I literally had that thought. I was like, I think we should go maximalist with the tree. I think we should make it so you can't even see the pine needles. There are so many ornaments and decorations on it. I had that thought. I was like, that would look great. Um, so, you know, but but actually, though, on a real level, like, oh, my God, it has been so uh, good for me to be. I've really unlocked my brain this year. I'm, I was telling my parents that and they were like laughing. But I was like. I've unlocked my brain. <laughs> I've I can it, baby. And I think I, I think we did talk about this in the podcast mm-hmm. before, but I have to bring it up again. I've learned how to finish things and how beautiful yes. with the podcast. I was just saying it to my mother-in-law on the phone with her on the way here. Like how beautiful that um, I know I, I already said it, but I just want to say it again. Like so proud to have seen chatty broads to the finish mm-hmm. and it's complete Com- i shouldn't say finish completion like yeah. to wholeness brought it around and it's a whole pie of 
four years of doing something and I get to look at it and go, look what we made and we just, it's complete. A thousand percent. It's amazing. I also think there's like so much power because I know you always talk about like, oh, I have a hard time finishing something. Yeah. I think a big part of that too is knowing when to finish. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think it's like sometimes when you're, you know, painting a beautiful picture in your home and you're a little bit like, should I add more? Should I add more? And it's like, sometimes you're like, oh no, it's done. And having that like awareness of knowing when to finish, even when there's like, maybe we could elongate it a little bit or I always just struggled to think it's powerful. I always just struggled to pick up the brush the next day. You know, Mm -hmm. like that was always my thing. It's just like starting in everything uh, from a painting to the podcast. It's to, return to it because I think I was really I think I'm actually struggling with that with like a project in my life right now like I mean I'm actually struggling it with it with well I don't have to go into it right now but I'm just like I am I I don't want to keep working on it because um I'm like scared that it won't be good enough so I think I was Mm. always scared to just pick up the brush again to keep working on it the next day because it was better for it to just be in progress and never quite finished than it to be finished in Mm. something that I felt like wasn't good enough. Did you ever feel that way about the podcast where it was like, I'm I'm struggling to keep going because I'm scared it won't be good enough? Probably subconsciously. And then I, I think that it's probably just a subconscious thing that's a little bit debilitating. And yeah, it's just like, uh, I just... And just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So many fears that come into play, right? Like, mm-hmm. what was one of your fears with the podcast that you struggled with? You know, there were definitely a few. Uh, I was worried that I wouldn't be able to handle everything. Like, learning new skills mm-hmm. and being able to, like, handle multitasking and balancing a bunch of things like I have a really hard time doing that so I was like oh the thing that I learned about starting the podcast was that it's like okay you know we sit here we talk for however many hours a week and that's great but then like there's so many things that are going on behind the scenes and there's so much work behind the scenes that I was like after we started I'm like oh I don't think I'm going to be able to balance all of this do you think you have a harder time starting continuing or finishing I think I have a harder time continuing. Yeah. I think we're similar a little bit in yeah. that way. Well, no, you're, you're talking about finishing, but I think I think, it's, I think they go hand in hand. Finishing thing. Right, because you have to continue to finish. So. That's true. That's very true. <laughs> I, I think um, something that was really special to me about the, the art of podcasting is that there would be certain weeks where I would be like, oh, man, that episode didn't go the way I was hoping with the guest or, mm-hmm. oh, we fucked up on that way. And and there was this fear of continuing. Like, maybe we should just stop because this didn't go well. Yeah. But the thing about the podcast that's so cool is like, you get to put out something new every couple days. And you get to start from the beginning True. almost every week. True. And there was something really beautiful to me about that. It's not like necessarily if an art form where someone you know works on writing a song for months sure. and then puts it out and then puts it out and that's the one single 
There's something about podcasting that's so cool because it's continual. Well, and even if you put out only five episodes, you still have five completed episodes. Like each one is its own right. completed project, right? right? Even if it's only two and hours. And if you don't or like episode five, you can put out a sixth episode if you want to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I've never really thought about it like that, but it's true. And I think it always was. I mean, I, I've always liked looking at the numbers continue to grow and be like, 40 episodes. Wow. A hundred episodes. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Like, look at this thing. Like, it, it has like a tangible, like, mm-hmm. meatiness to it. Like, this is a set that, mm-hmm. like, of things, of, of conversations that we've, that are published, that are out there. Like, I think that that was really fun to see and really, mm-hmm. yeah, it was really kind of special to watch unfold. And not knowing, yeah, I mean, not I, I I don't know if I definitely don't think I uh, when we did the first episode there's no way in hell I would have thought no. we would have gone to f- almost 500 episodes oh, d- absolutely not I was like this is super I I didn't even have the concept of like you know how you're talking about oh it's, it's not gonna hit me that that it's ending I think for me what never hit was after it started and yeah for I years think, I, I was think- like oh shit we have next week this is still, this is a thing. Like, I can't believe that this is. I think that's is, so true. This is, we started and there was this, like, of course there's a desire and you hope it works out and you hope it's a great product and you hope people like it and connect with it and all of that. But it was almost kind of like, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. I think that was the, one of the beautiful things is I think we came into it with like, um, kind of left ego out of it in the sense mm-hmm. of like, it is different when you are planning some do you are you feeling that difference with you and evan of like you're planning something there's anticipation you're hoping it goes well we didn't even have any of that we were like we didn't even hope it i mean it was like if people listen cool there's definitely like with mine and evans there's more nerves because now you've look what you look you've you've produced something already so you're like well gotta top it and uh gotta you know gotta be successful or else it's gonna look like a failure and that's actually (laughs) been a really like healthy process for Mm -hmm. me right now because there's that there's that desire for that to creep in where you get the nerves and go well if if it doesn't go well and it's you know i just do i don't keep i just keep um or i don't keep just improving and improving well then it's a failure right and um, I've been trying to resonate back oh, a hard. lot to how we started. And Ember looked at me the other day and she came upon um, a problem when she was making one of her little art things and she got frustrated and all of a sudden she paused and she's like, mommy, she just, sometimes she just looks at me and I'm just like, I don't know where this wisdom yeah. comes from. She goes, mommy, mistakes are good yeah, because now I can make something different. Yeah. And she had had this whole plan and it didn't look like the purse she was intending to make. And she's like, well, now I can I can make a, a little frame out of it and I can make something new. And then she started this whole conversation about um, about how life is just an adventure. Yeah. It's just an adventure. Yeah, it is. And I've been trying to then reframe that and then getting really excited where I'm like, you know what? The truth of the matter is this. You and I started this podcast and we didn't think it was going to necessarily be anything it became everything. It became every week for four years, an amazing community, meeting incredible people, our livelihood financially, everything. Um, And there's a chance that Evan and I start this podcast 
and it fails miserably. Sure. There's I mean, a chance. Yeah, yeah right. But There's always but, a chance. But that's right, that right, right. is, you know, maybe people don't connect with it or it's like, okay, Chatty Broads is, I mean, whatever it is. Yeah. There's a chance. And if that happens, on to the next beautiful adventure. Something different. Let's yeah. take that purse and turn it into a frame. And we, we learn something from that and we move forward. I think that was beautiful about this podcast. It was like one of the few projects I've ever gone into where I felt disconnected from the outcome. I think both of us did. It was like, we weren't shooting for anything in particular. We didn't have a goal. We didn't have, it was kind of like, well, you know, let's just keep going. Yeah, let's just keep going. Mm-hmm. And then to be like, oh, well, you know, but it, it, if we had, you know, only continued to get like, 500 listeners you know an episode we might have petered out eventually and yeah. we were just and but that probably wouldn't have even been like a felt like a huge disappointment or failure because we didn't really have any no emotion. it was like not okay. at all i remember literally uploading our first episode and watching the numbers of people coming in I remember the first episode like there was a handful it wasn't tons yeah and i remember being like oh my god there is a face behind every single one of those numbers yeah i know sorry it's just like it's just crazy because i think like you're like oh my god there's a person there's a there's a literal human being listening and maybe it's on while their little little baby is playing in the background or they're on their way to work and you're like whoa dude what a gift and even if that number isn't big like, what a gift. No, it's true. There are podcasts. That I, I can't, again, I can't even comprehend that because I listen to podcasts, some podcasts religiously. Same. And <laughs> think that someone listens to our podcast the way I listen to those podcasts. And, oh, a new episode. Ooh, okay, I'm going to save that for my drive. And I'm going to yeah. like, oh, it's an hour and a half. Great. That means I get to listen to it both. You know, like the, the thing that someone does that uh, with with our show, has done that some people for years, is really pretty difficult for me to wrap my head around i know it's like such an honor yeah i guess that's the only way to put it yeah it's just yeah well should we do a should we do an ad read should we, we get into some fun sponsors stuff? first what am yeah. i <laughs> as, as we do each ad read it's going to become more and more real for me <laughs> so i will start crying as each ad read continues <laughs> and then after the ad read we've got some superlatives yeah, yeah let's do some fun stuff some fun stuff some chatty broad superlatives baby Broads, we all have like a million things to do this time of year. Spending even five extra minutes fussing around in the kitchen is not exactly the best use of anyone's time, but we got to eat, right? But that doesn't mean you can't make it a little easier on yourself with a little assistance from HelloFresh, the meal kit delivery service that makes eating well so easy. Mm-hmm. There's a ton of reasons why using HelloFresh makes sense. For me, it's all about getting something healthy on the table when time is not on our side and I don't want, oh my gosh, the rigmarole of planning and it's a lot. shopping. It's and, a lot. Oh my God. But HelloFresh offers up to 35 different recipes each week. You can choose from them. And once you find out what you like, they're going to send you pre-portioned, partially prepared ingredients. Really easy to follow recipe cards. You can whip up the meals in your own kitchen. And have the pride, you're like, this is something that I made. And they even have options that are ready in as little as 20 minutes. And that's less time than it would take to have a pizza delivered. And no shame on that takeout pizza. Yum. But the meals from HelloFresh are even a whole lot better tasting. Okay. Some of the options. Let's talk about the menu this Mm. week. Okay. Crispy buffalo spiced chicken. Okay. Figgy balsamic 
pork. Okay. Dijon onion crunch salmon. Ooh. I need I need this immediately. Uh, I mean, these are restaurant quality dishes, everybody. Also, you're going to be saving money because you don't need to go out and buy special ingredients or spices just for the one dish. Everything you need is included. And that's that. Just prepare and enjoy. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Chatty70. Use code Chatty70. You'll get 70% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Chatty70. Use code Chatty70 for 70 for 70% off plus free shipping today. So between all these upcoming holidays, there's always an occasion for the wine, whether it's toasting with friends and family or a bottle for the table at a holiday dinner or a gift for the, uh, you know, host of the party. Mm, yeah. I always like to keep a few bottles, by the way, on hand during this time. So I'm not left running to the store at the last second, grabbing whatever has the uh, best looking label, because trust me, those usually don't taste the best. Don't leave your wine choices up to fate this holiday season. Leave them up to the experts at First Leaf Wine Club. First Leaf Wine Club is the easiest way to guarantee you always have amazing bottles on hand. That's because of, instead of sending you whatever the wine of the month is that they choose, First Leaf takes time to get to know your palate and taste and personalizes your shipments to you specifically. Gray and I used to be members of Wine Club and every once in a while you get like a, a whole bottle or two where you're like, oh, I don't really want to drink this. Not with First Why Leaf. Why would I want to be paying for that? Mm-hmm. Instead, with First Leaf, as you get bottles, you're going to continue to rate them with a simple thumbs up or thumbs down, which means that the more shipments you get, the more personalized they get. It's pretty cool. There are bottles that we would have never thought to even grab at the store because First Leaf picks them based on a flavor profile. So we always end up loving them. And here's the thing. With First Leaf, that's amazing. If for some reason you get a bottle that you don't love, it's no problem. First Leaf will just credit your account for a brand Ugh. new bottle, okay? Head into the holiday season prepared for every toast, party, or dinner with First Leaf. Sign up today. You'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. That's T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E. AF.com slash chatty. You'll get your first six bottles for $39.95 plus free shipping. These are all really high quality wines too. Mm -hmm. Go to tryfirstleaf.com slash chatty. Yeah, let's, okay, instead of just talking around in circles like we always do um, <laughs> about the but same thing. I know it's if we were talking in circles. To us also, but, you know, let's actually, like, let's actually, I feel like we've been talking about the same things for the last two months, but but that's because they're important to us and that's what's true. going on in our lives. But still, let's, like, let's do something fun. Chatty Broads Superlatives. <gasps> so we put together a list Just of a bunch a of list. different moments and things and I'll be real with you a few of these I couldn't just choose one so okay just as a heads okay. up do you sorry. have one that you want to start with should we do I mean I'll pick one okay. I have one that stands out to me dream guest we've never got I still can't believe we never did one with pilot pilot Pete that is a big one I feel like we could have made it happen. I was going back and forth with their booking person. We were close. His flight schedule is all over the place. He's a busy man. <sighs> Maybe we can still hit the town in New York with him one day. I would love, Pilot Pete, if you're listening, Becca and I will come out to your location and we'll meet up with you and party. And maybe if we can document like a tiny bit of it. That would be great. Sure. If not, we'll keep it undercover. We won't talk about it if you don't want us to. Sure. We'll We'll say like a certain Bachelor star (laughs) might have mentioned. Uh, That's that's a great one. Yes. Yeah. The guest, the dream guest we never got for me. Yes. Oh, my God. This one hurts a little bit. Pete Holmes. 
Oh yeah, Pete Holmes was like my like. And the, you tried. It, it was he's my white whale yeah. because his podcast is really what helped me in like so many trying times for of like transition for yeah. me. Introduced me to so many you know, people like Rob Bell, Pete Pete Rollins, like all those yeah. people I discovered years and years ago through uh, Pete Holmes's podcast, and. I did my damnedest, but couldn't get a hold of Why him. Why don't you have Abby connect you? You could go be a guest on his podcast. I don't know if he'd have me be a guest. I think he's... He, Why? He deals with some some big-time celebs. I mean, Abby's not a big-time celeb. But Abby's a comedian he respects. Oh. And he's interested in his upbringing, I think. Oh. But I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> I'm not going to give up on you, Pete. Pete. Pete, if Guys, you're listening, tag him, tag Pete Holmes. Oh my Blow god, up rods. Blow up Pete Holmes because I have tried to get a Send hold of him. This and clip. listen, he is a busy man. And I think he actually stays off the Instagram and has someone else do it. So I understand. Blow how- up his email. Blow up his. Find his personal address and show up. Pete, we have friends in common. Rob, yeah. Rob Bell, Pete Rollins, Abby Please. Robert. <laughs> Abby invited us to his birthday last night. Neither of us could go, but still, he's a good friend. But he was my guy. Because I always thought that me, specifically me, you, and Pete would have such a so. silly, fun, deep, emotional. I was like, the three of us are going to go on a roller coaster of emotions because we're all silly. We like to have a good time. We like I mean, to throw it around, but we're also like, oh, so serious. Maybe we can still go on his podcast together. Oh my God, that would be really special. Let's tell Abby. <laughs> pitch us please yes for any of the podcast but who the fuck cares it would be really fun also i've listened to a couple of his podcasts and it's understandable why you tolerate me because he under interrupts like all the guests <laughs> and i love it i'm like this is this is action i True. love action it's moving i love moving i love interrupting i love the whole thing it's movement it's flowing They're, i'm like if you got an idea interrupt me and say it queen right oh that's why please. we work Oh, I love it. Okay. A lot of times I don't even know where I'm going. So when you interrupt me and you go in a different direction, I'm like, that is what I'm talking about. Now I know where we're going. That's actually true. Yeah. That is helpful. I love guests. That, well, in, yeah, I love some guests that interrupt. <laughs> I've had some guests where I'm like, this is my podcast. You remember, right? But bless, bless them all. <sighs> all right. You pick one. Okay. Well, what about favorite personal episode? Yeah. What did you mean by that? Like, your favorite like your favorite episode that meant a lot to you personally you start um so i said and i talked about this on date night a little bit but you know for me it's in the same lane as if pete holmes would have come on the podcast rob bell was oh, huge yeah, yeah, to me yeah, yeah, yeah it meant so much i had read so many of his books it was in such a transitionary period that was huge to me in that same vein uh, God, Church, and the Broads, mm. our first Bible Broads episode. Was that the first? Mm-hmm. Was that just, that was us and Val, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That one meant so much to me. Yeah. Because that was a big life shift. Yeah. A big life shift. And all of a sudden, all these broads are coming out of the woodworks being like, me too. And I'm like, yes, family. Mm. I think one of the most meaning per- meaningful, per- okay, personal episodes for me it's hard because there are really truly so i know there's so many many i think 
I honestly, some of my favorites just in terms of conversation were with um, Pete Rollins actually was like some of my favorites just like in terms of I felt like I could just like I just, you know, you never there's some episodes where you just never want it to end because you just want to like keep going down the rabbit hole into the night. Like I remember feeling that way with both of his episodes where I'm like, I I could just keep bouncing off of you for hours and hours and hours and hours. I think we both walked away after both of his episodes feeling so peaceful yeah. and thoughtful. And we had him both times around holidays. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling it was like such a good reset to step into that. Yeah. Broads, seriously, because I think Pete Rollins episodes came out around the holidays. Also, it's kind of like, oh, is this going to be like heady? I mean, it is like philosophical, is. like getting into it. But I be, whenever there's anything that comes out around the holidays, not as many people listen. Understandably, people yeah. are busy. Do not, if you have not listened to both Pete Rollins episodes, look up, go on our little, you know, your Apple podcast, look up Chatty Broads, Pete Rollins. You will find both of those episodes. Do not sleep on those. Yeah. They are fantastic yeah in his voice just makes me like want to curl oh, up and go to sleep i'm just like read I me know. lullaby pete i know he it, i just yeah and for me it was just like the the mental and like philosophical gymnastics it was yeah. also just like making meaning of life and i i don't know all that stuff was just so fun also i always i do i know we've talked about it before but i do always come back to the some of the episodes with craig that were just like oh i of course. remember even like do you remember even in 2020 where he's like i'm out at the riots there's people throwing bombs like and just like even in the most like I remember we were zooming really him and he was like oh i'm God. out of the field people and this is fucking crazy i had to it was just like even in like rough times like craig always like had a way of the, just yeah, like lightening the mood and just like making us crack up well one of my questions was i added this last minute i was gonna say the hardest you've ever laughed with a guest oh with i mean it has to be craig is that's the obvious craig 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 yeah right? without, we've laughed pretty hard in some of our episodes the two of us when but. craig called me horse girl for 30 oh, minutes dude that our I, final episode with craig that was cool i laughed quite you and hard. i were, we were like crying. there were tears streaming like it, no it sound, i feel like that final episode with craig really for like 30 minutes fun. you would you might think that jessica left the room because you she never heard like, me speak because my laugh is silent sometimes when i'm like crying <laughs> laughing it's because i couldn't stop laughing for like 30 that minutes that episode was oh girl i was like i can't stop laughing that one i really do have to say like that to me was one of the funniest episodes we've recorded with craig like i did think our final episode with him really like so did not Disappoint. It was so I can't wait fun. to go back and listen to that one. One of my, I have to say, I think Craig is like the, of course, he is our king. We worship him. Another guest where I don't think, like, when I have a memory of laughing, like, where I could not breathe. Tell. When we had chad and will on from dudesy that was a good one which by the way if you don't if you're not watching dudesy or listening to dudesy it's such an incredible podcast yeah chad from game of roses will sasso that was a good one i could not breathe when will was oh, going will in is. and out of being in like you know he's like in the gel <laughs> <laughs> controlled by ai 
<laughs> and then he was kept going into his like Italian, like you know, talking about like making whatever the soup. <laughs> Dude, I, you're on I, the floor. I could not. My stomach hurt so bad after that episode because I it was cramping from laughing so hard. That episode was fantastic because that one was a mix again of like philosophy, but yes. also humor and like it was that was really I. That was a great episode. I love that. Episode. I already forgot about that one. That was a really stellar one. Another one I have to say, one of the most, um, I'll make up a, a superlative, more yes. useful episode. One that I always refer to people and that people continually bring up to me in the DMs is our postpartum episode. The yes. real postpartum mm-hmm. episode. Um, I can't remember if we recorded that one with Lauren or not. That might have been a separate one. Um, I think that was a separate one. That Both of those were very helpful and i yes. refer those to other people quite often we recorded yeah that's right we recorded just one of me and you i think at the table in your i think so in I your think kitchen for some table. reason don't yeah. know why um but that one was i i constantly refer to people and a lot of people say even to this day in my dms like i going through postpartum whatever like your episode like really helped me like oh. and really prepared me for what was to come for most helpful episode, I love that one. I also um episodes with uh Evian. I knew you were gonna say Evian. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Jim and Nika. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Those are also ones Evian to refer and back Jim and Nika to forever. Are two of my favorite guests ever. Yeah. If you haven't listened to them, those are all about, I guess, like sexual wellness and identity and all everything i feel like but it's not just like ooh, like a sex chat like it's really going into like your body and mind and and And, spirit and jimanika talking about like trauma trauma yeah and and, and those episodes are also like the most like practical useful episodes we've recorded and just um you know thinking about what a gift it's been to meet so many people through this whole process um like meeting Evian has was such a gift. Jim Anika is so incredible. If you're not following Jim Anika, she is like involved in so many amazing things right now. Yeah. Like follow, follow her. Um yeah. yeah. Those episodes, yeah, I agree. Those are also in my most helpful category as well. Okay, let's pick a fun one. What was your favorite bachelor season to cover, Becca? Well, you know, Colton was our first. And so, like, I do think that one was just I can still think back to our bit about like him being an alien. And like that one just had us rolling on the floor. I that I I really. okay. if I just have to say of us covering, I felt like that one because it was our first. It was just so like fresh and we were just going crazy. Yeah, we were loose. Yeah. (laughs) And it was just silly like really just goofy it was so silly and um so i do think colton's also colton was a a fantastic season let us not forget the drama of that season um so i think that that immediately stands out in my Mm -hmm. mind um i also really enjoyed we obviously also had a lot of fun with tasha's season i think that was also one that stands out in my mind because it was also like we had 
it was so long in between bachelor seasons because yes. of COVID and all and that. And that was such a wild season. Strange. We um, had our also Claire just at the top, and then we love Tasha, such a good bachelorette. That was yeah. fantastic. That, that was just a bizarre season too. Remember the sets and Claire's, and oh, they were at yeah. the hotel, and it was just oh, yeah. you're like pretending COVID doesn't exist, and then you're showing videos of them getting tested. I mean. That one also really stands out in my mind. But oh, Pete, I mean, Pete. That was mine. It's Pete. I mean, I said, I think Pete's was my, like, there was, there's so many reasons why I love so many of the different seasons that we've covered. Pete's season was but iconic. But pilot Pete's season was so wild to cover because it was so iconic. Also, that was peak Bachelor views. Like, Totally. They were getting explosive numbers. So there were so many people who all of a sudden were like, were posting about stuff and had opinions about stuff. And it was just like a fucking tornado of just thoughts and ideas and everyone's throwing different shit against the wall. And it was just fun. I'm and wild. still going to pick Colton for me. I'm still going to pick Colton's over Pete's only because I just remember with the Maddie thing, it was like, oh, the takes were so controversial of being like oh and that, there was like der- online drama with there all was. that there was. but yeah those are some good seasons those, those were so never good. forget that that is like a season i would watch again i you can know, say that about very few well i you know evan and i n- let's be honest here before we dive into zach's bachelor yeah. season my husband is going to be doing some serious wow. homework he's going to be watching a bunch of the past <laughs> seasons and i told Did him he not watch pete's he was in and out and i'm like we start today. We are watching Pete's season. We're going to go through are a bunch. Are you going to? Oh, yeah. I'm going to make him sit down. He's. Ex- I'm like, I, he hears me refer to you Pete need to all reference. the time. I told him, I'm like, I'm going to be referencing back all the time to past seasons. You need to know. I mean, that was the thing about me and you is we. that's true. Because you could also be like, oh, my God, does that remind you of a girl on freaking yes. eight years ago? No, he's going to pull. Nix a- is also a really good one. Next season was a great season. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's going to he's going to, you know, he's going to be inspired by Game of Roses and watch all these seasons on like times 5 speed and just <laughs> just be going through. Them. Pick 5. But I want to save her Pete season. Pick 5 seasons you could do as many bachelor bachelorette as you want. If you had to give someone the 5 like 5 seasons to watch of the bachelor or bachelorette that to get like a real taste, a real good juicy taste of the bachelor. Okay. I'm Caitlin's. I was gonna say Caitlin, Nick, Rachel, Lindsay. Yeah, that was. Um, I'm gonna go Pilot Pete, and then I'm gonna go Tasha Claire. That's an iconic. That's like a. That's like a. a season. I feel like Tasha Claire though was was too. I feel like that one though didn't have the essence of the Bachelor. I know, but there's something because that's historic. Okay, it needs to be in the five because it's historic. I feel like we the, the it's a world pandemic. And how does this franchise handle filming? But yeah, I, I'm going to go Caitlin, Caitlin, Nick. Caitlin, Nick, Pete are shoe-ins. Caitlin, Nick, Pete. Oh, yeah. No, Caitlin, Nick, Nick Rachel, Pete, Lindsay, Rachel. Pete, Tasha Claire. Rachel's was, yeah, Rachel's was pretty. I don't, I didn't feel like Rachel's was, there's definitely a certain couple wild moments. I mean, that, oh, yeah. that ending was crazy with with peter and everything such a good season that was a good season such a good season Ooh, okay yeah and i guess i can't just pick one bachelorette i'm definitely picking caitlin nick pete i i do think i would pick colton's as one of them for sure i do think uh, he's also historic as the first gay bachelor ever 
True. Know, we didn't know it at True. the time. True. But I mean, with the, I just remember with the fence jump, the promo of that season, like, and with there was a lot of girls that came out. I was going to say there was too. also massive, massive people that came out of that season. The Hannah G's, the Cassidy's, the Devin, my sweet friend Elise, Kaylin, like my those big, are big. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Tasha. No, dude, Colton's in terms of women. I I think you got to put Colton on the list. I do. Yeah, I do think you got to. I'm sorry. I'm Nick's and Tasha and Claire, and I'm throwing Colton in there. Okay. And because I can't just have one bachelorette, I'll pick I'll pick uh, Rachel as the other one. Oh, the yeah. Watching Emily's back with Ari. Yes. Wait, Ari. I'm sorry, Ari season, and not just because I was in it. Ari season was. Yes, there we had the Jason Mesnick before That's who did true. the swaparoo. That's true. I didn't watch that one. But we had the Ari filming with Becca, the breakup. <laughs> There's so many good ones. Okay, we'll pick like 10. But yeah, th- those are those. Are, honestly, one of my favorite personal moments. Well, I'm trying to God, there I have too many favorite personal moments. Jeez, Louise. There's I'll say, so I mean, let's be real. Caitlin through Pete's season. There are obviously good seasons. There's t- like you said, Tasha and Claire, Michelle. Like there's, there were definitely. You good know, seasons. I loved Katie's season, but there was Katie's. There definitely was a run from Caitlyn's to like, uh, I mean, where it was just back to back icons. Nick, Hannah Rachel, Brown. Han- <laughs> okay, all right. There's too many. There's too many. Hey, how could we forget Hannah Brown's? <laughs> Holy shit. Well, Hannah Brown really was the prequel truly into the absolute chaos that then inspired the Pilot Pete season because that was absolute <sighs> chaos into Pilot Pete's. The windmill? I mean, um, what's his face? Luke? Luke P? Oh, yes. I oh, hope yes. he's happy now. I really I mean that with no irony. I hope he is happy and living peacefully somewhere. <sighs> Oh my god. I mean truly, who came out of Hannah's season? Pete? Is that it? The guys are never as iconic as the Mike women. Johnson. Okay, that's true. It is this is all you know what though? When I'm talking about like, oh, I'm picking mostly bachelor seasons as my favorites, it's because like we talked about the women, women make it on the, the iconic that, women. That is really the thing. That is why the bachelor is so good. That's because, yeah. But like because the Bachelorette leads are great, but when you only have like one great woman compared to like six well, on a season, it's just different. I always I like I love watching the Bachelorette. Yeah, totally. Because I feel like I will likely see a love story. Um, and so I love watching the Bachelorette. That's, but that is true. I like watching the Bachelor to meet the iconic women to grace our screen. Because there. Yeah. I mean, like there are so many. N- Nick season was Nick and and uh and colton's like those two came out with a lot of big ladies stacked from that one absolutely stacked stacked and ari's duh, duh. no ari's was huge congratulations to huge. kendall by the way oh my god i gosh. know dude we're out here season 22 having babies <laughs> getting getting engaged and married left and right we are just mm-hmm. a season of winning ladies love and family um, baby. okay next one we could really got off the tangent there but they're really dude we covered some fantastic we, we covered hannah brown right we did we did 
I forgot about that. Oh, yes, we did. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. It's <laughs> I was all like, I'm like, yes, we did. Yes. Whoa. OK. All right. I'm having like acid flashbacks to Hannah's season. OK. Do you have a most uncomfy moment? I do. I do. I have a most uncomfortable moment. <sighs> OK, so I have two. I have two versions of uncomfortable. OK, I have like the. Um, the personally, like, I'm really nervous to talk about this and I do feel uncomfortable. Mm, yeah. Um, it was the first time I talked about my bipolar. Mm. I was really, really nervous. That I, also might be one of our most helpful, like, episodes. I know a lot of people yeah. reference that one, too, of, like, the first time I heard you talk about it. The first, like, a lot of people talk about that one. That one was definitely, like, and when I say uncomfy, it was, like, that uncomfortable, like, yeah. how is this, are people going to look at me differently? Mm. I was really nervous as a, as a podcast host and I'm like, are people going to look at me differently yeah. when I am honest about this and open about it? Um, I also wanted to make sure that, you know, I, I, I communicated things like the correct way and talked about how this was my specific experience yeah. with like meds or yeah. therapy or right, whatever. Right, and right. I was so, and then after I did it, it was like the most freeing, amazing mm. thing. And everyone was so kind and supportive. But stepping into it was a very, very uncomfy moment. And then I have the awkward, uncomfy moment. And I don't want to name names because I just don't. Um, but there was one specific guest that we had on. Um, and it's not anybody who's like part of the bra sweater. It was a random off that like someone it was. Yeah, whatever. Not anyone you're going to anyone's gonna think of that's gonna come to mind um and i remember am i gonna know <laughs> i think so okay i remember uh you know because when we're setting up beforehand zooms yeah you know you're kind of sitting there waiting and i remember uh, we were having a hard time hearing the guests and it was like there was a lot of and it was a, a tons of really really long awkward pauses and then there was like a lot of like um audio drama and you and i were both Oh, yeah. trying to fill in like awkward pauses we weren't we weren't sure if it was like a delay on the on the zoom or if the person was pausing there was a there's actually like been no more than like three i would say but there's been a few like i couldn't remember them offhand where it was a little bit like it was a little bit like pulling teeth and we did not expect that to be the case right with like professional type. Yeah. You're sure. like, you don't, People you don't like expect experts it. or something. I am truly bewildered, truly bewildered at how many amazing guests we've had. Well, that's the thing. How few of these experiences over the course of hundreds. Because talking to other podcast hosts, you hear like a lot of, a lot of kind of horror stories where you're like, the vibe wasn't vibing. We weren't clicking or it was just like, there was too much disagreement. I mean, whatever it was. <laughs> and I was literally taking a pause and thinking, and I'm like, oh my God, specifically every person who was a broad squad member who came on the show was fantastic. Yeah. Like, yeah. what the heck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There that, is, that blows my mind. I also think... That blows my mind. Jokes aside, I really do... And we've gotten this comment from guests. I do think we're very good at making people comfortable when they come and talk. I, I really sure do. So. Like, I've been on some podcasts as a, like... Sure. Not sure. a fan of the show, even, where they've asked me to come on the podcast, and I've showed up, and I'm like everyone's like kind of ignoring me yeah, and no, like it, you know you can get it can be a little weird i've had some experience on other people's podcasts where i'm like but i do I'm not feel welcome at all like every broad squad member who's come on yeah. from the get was like 
oh my god like and it was amazing honestly the very few handful of kind of like you know awkward ones we've had have been like random professionals whatever like like genuinely we've never had podcast horror stories i know we really haven't i cannot think of the one one that i pulled as the uncomfy moment was to me it was probably the most uncomfortable. It was, and like it was moderate. And it was moderate. It was definitely doable. It was a little more just like... It's a little weird. I'm getting a little anxious because I feel like I'm not <laughs> being a good host right now of yeah. the podcast because I don't know. And there were some weird vibes. There was like... there was It was a little weird. Yeah, it was a little awkward. And but no one's all... going to know, by the way. Like, if you're trying to guess, you're wrong. You're like, gonna, I you're already know. You're like, yeah. you're not... Unless, it's not yeah. somebody that... No. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think that we've never really had like a bad experience no how wild is that i feel so grateful because you never know when you're having guests come in that you don't personally know all the time like things could not be great yeah i mean granted there was some not great audio that you and evan had to workshop over i'm not gonna lie to you broads there was some bullshit the covid times there was some wild audio happenings (laughs) where it was literally like evan was up Evan was editing. I remember there was one specific episode. I know what you're talking about. Where the sound was so bad that Evan sat, and I'm not joking, for probably 12 hours and cut out every little thing to try to make it work and then try to sync it with the video. And God bless his sweet soul. It's because I am, I'm, the audio thing drives me crazy if it's not good. So I'm like, it can't go out if it's not. Like, it it just freaks me out. Well, and also, guys, like, let's not forget... how many weeks off have there been for an episode? Because also probably like a reasonable thing to do would be like, let's delete the episode. But it was like, no, you you got your attitude was always like, we've got to deliver like to the audience. They're expecting trying to be consistent. We're going to do do it. And I mean, listeners, you have someone to thank for having a consistent episode once, twice, three times a week. Thank you. Four years. That's why I'm excited for a couple weeks off. I was going to say, <laughs> four years. I'm pretty excited. Four years. I'm going to come back refreshed, honey. And She's like, like the bags are going to be gone. One creative. episode a week. You're going to get to just pop in the studio. Yeah. It's going to be right a now, transition. We definitely might start adding on some apps, but we're starting off with one. Take it take it slow. <laughs> give yourself a, we're gonna give yourself a break. Give we're yourself gonna a break. Into it, I know. Let it flow. Let, it, let flow. it flow. Out of me. Let it flow. But all of a sudden when the creative juices start flowing, it's like do 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 do. Take advantage of it. Um should we take another yes. la- Should we take our last quick pause? I might interrupt our phone calls and be like, okay, Becca, quick pause. I want to share with you about Caraway. <laughs> but I would be because as your friend, if you didn't know about Caraway, I'd be telling you. Dude, I just told someone the other day. I was like, I, I was like, I just got a care. I was like, I just got this pan. And I was like, I'm not kidding you. It is like I used to always use baking sheets, like just normal baking sheets when I'm roasting vegetables. I roast vegetables all the time. I got like a new baking pan from Caraway. I don't even have to use oil. Like it's it's. I'm like, okay. a, I'm a good chef now, Becca. Do you understand this? I can cook now because of these brats. We have great news for you. If you've been listening recently, you've been hearing us talk about the one and only must have in the kitchen, which is the Caraway cookware and bakeware sets. Well, Caraway, this is good news, has decided to extend their holiday sale so you can still get all of their amazing kitchen products and sets at the best prices of the year. You guys, you can save 20%. You can get 20% off everything at Caraway. Everything. Everything. 
But this deal is seriously not going to last long. Make sure you check it out while you still can. Why do we love them? I like their name for some reason. I like to say Caraway. It's just too. like it's there's something like sensual about the name in my mouth. Caraway. Yeah, it just sounds like a delicious dish, doesn't, doesn't it? Doesn't it or like a spice or mm-hmm. something like that? Mm-hmm. Maybe it is a spice. I don't know. Okay. Like I was saying, they're fully nonstick. Easy cooking, easy cleanup, also non-toxic. Mm-hmm. Usually you got one or the other, not with Caraway. All of the products are made without toxic materials. You can feel good about using them when cooking for your family. I already have the cookware and the bakeware set, as you all know. But because the sale is still going on, I'm actually thinking of getting their food storage set because, yes, we are a leftover eating household over here. And I'm always in need of some more food storage containers. Um, Plus, the ones from Caraway are so cute. They store super conveniently so I don't have to, like, tear my kitchen apart looking for lids. And, of course... Again, they're non-toxic like the rest of Caraway's products. Also, an amazing gift to give also, they're to some beautiful. family members. They're stunning. And the packaging they come in is beautiful. Everything about them is beautiful. Lush. Visit CarawayHome.com. Take advantage of their cyber season event. Score up to 20% off your next purchase of non-toxic kitchenware. This deal is not going to last. Visit CarawayHome.com. Shop all of their incredible products for up to 20% off this holiday season. So broads, getting dressed should be fun, right? But a lot of times it can feel kind of like stressful, if we're being honest. I swear I'll stand in front of my closet for like 25 minutes, sometimes just hoping something jumps out at me. Spoiler alert, it never really does. Well, thankfully, all you need is Stitch Fix and getting dressed can be enjoyable again. Stitch Fix is basically like having your own personal styling partner, so you don't have to stress about what to wear. Uh, You get to pick from a bunch of really amazing options. Plus, uh, you get to do the fun part and your Stitch Fix stylist does the dirty work, honey. To get going on your wardrobe refresh all you do is answer a few really easy questions you answer questions about where you typically like to shop what kinds of styles you tend to lean towards what your price range is and then your stitch fix stylist gets they get to work pulling from their huge selection of brands and styles in their network and they send you a box of styles to choose from and you get to try on everything at home just no inconvenience of going to the store. I hate changing in dressing rooms. I really do. Mm. No, you get to be at home. You get to look in your mirror and then you keep what you like, send back what you don't. Shipping, returns, and exchanges are always free. It's great, too, because, of course, you can use Stitch Fix if you want to do, like, a whole wardrobe overhaul or maybe just a refresh as we switch seasons. But also, if you just need an outfit for a specific event or maybe some maternity clothes or if you're starting a new job and just need a few new outfits, Stitch Fix can help with all of it. Right now, Stitch Fix is offering our listeners $20 off their first fix at stitchfix.com slash chatty. That's Stitch fix.com slash chatty for 20 bucks off today stitchfix.com slash chatty okay this one is literally impossible and we kind of talked about it a little bit but i i had favorite guest i'm like if there's just too many when i was going over everything i'm like obviously we love our craig we love our Roz, but i was writing i'm like i got annie letterman jiminika evian rob pete mark i'm at michael yo I had this. a blast with Annie. I did. I'm, obviously, the most recent ones come to mind. Like, I had a blast with Annie. I also, um, I really liked our episode with, with Abby that we did this so year nice. too. Yeah. Really enjoyed that one. Maybe was that last year already? Maybe no. I think that was this year. I think maybe not. Another I don't know. really fun episode was with Harry and Abby. 
Yes. We had both Harry them on. Jowsey that and Abby was, was so that fun. That was actually quite Think a... Game of Roses. Yeah, that was fun. Amazing. Date card pod. I love that. I mean, like, they're... The Bachelor community, too, is just, like... It's robust. It's, like, one of my favorite parts about doing this has been able to, like get to know all of the different people in the bachelor community there's just so many amazing podcasts and instagrams and hosts and but yeah there's just so many amazing it's just endless ellie like god there's just what was your mom i made it moment you put that one down oh yes i wrote the mom i made it moment is that rob bell no the mom i made it moment was when um this was it's kind of crazy because it was like Right around Colton season. Uh-huh. Um, so we were like, you know, 10, 11 episodes in when we, our podcast started charting. Yes. No, that was. And I know it was like, so it was early on, but I, all of a sudden I was like, what in the world? We were on, on like Apple charts. We were like number 23 of all podcasts. For comedy. And then all podcast. Yeah. Like comedy, we were high and it was like, it was all of a sudden because we had a brush of listeners come in. I remember seeing our podcast and I was screenshotting it next to like I remember that too like Tiger Belly and Theo Vaughn's podcast I remember being like oh what in the world I was like having a full-blown just a conniption huge yeah that was definitely huge we also recently what was the awards we got nominated for we got like uh, best ad read, best I best think like all female, like I don't know something. We TV got and film podcast, yeah, that was like a year and a half and ago. And we were alongside like some really big names. That yeah, like was also Smartless, really big. Conan yeah. O'Brien, yeah. I was like, what? Yeah, that was inc- that was just an amazing pinch me moment. That's a mom I made it moment. For definitely, sure. definitely. And I sure let my parents know about it. <laughs> This thing's actually doing well. All sorts of screenshots. Looky here, guys. I mean, I remember we had a meeting with Wondery. Like, obviously, that didn't pan out for our podcast network. But my dad is like a Wondery junkie. And I was like, Dad, we like had a meeting with Wondery. Like, they're like interested in us. Like, that was... Those are those moments. They're so special. They mean so much. Um, Favorite celeb DM slide or follow moment? So I was thinking about... Obviously, it's very different for you and me. So favorite... DM slide or celeb follow. I was just thinking over the past couple of years. Yours might be different because you have such a big platform. Mine are bachelor. Yeah. Mine are bachelor yeah. <laughs> people. Um, I would say my favorite follow moment was <laughs> because I'm such a big fan, was Tasha. Oh yeah. I got all sorts of like, oh my God. <laughs> Tasha is commenting on your post. I was like, <gasps> I was just nerding out. And one of my favorite uh, DM slides was Hannah Brown during Colton season when we were. I know we were we were going her. pretty hard razzing her, and she slid into our DMs and was like, "This is so fun. You guys are fun." Yeah. And like she she was such a great sport about yeah. everything. And I remember being like, "That's cool." That might have changed during her season, but. Maybe we didn't hear back from her again. <laughs> but at that point, that was a fun moment where you're like, yeah, we're just having a good time. Totally. We're taking it seriously. I guess my DM slides are not related to Chatty Broads because I've gotten some. We'll share them. Well, I got Amanda Seyfried like responded, like telling me about like my, she messaged me like talking about like my birth videos or something. I got so nervous. I didn't open it. 
I like didn't open it and I never responded. You didn't respond. I didn't even open it. I saw it. I was like, "Can you respond to it right now?" Like years later, (laughs) (laughs) it still makes me nervous. I'm like, "Oh." Or who's the comedian that follows me? Pretty big comedian, male comedian. What's his name? Oh. I can't remember. John Mulaney, dude. (laughs) Fucking John Mulaney. Maybe he doesn't anymore. I discovered it. That was, yeah, I don't know if he still does, but I remember like looking at his follows and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) probably from The Bachelor. Oh my God. Also, it was really fun because I went to DM Hannah Burner because we had been talking about it and I was like, wait, this is this has happened like more than once and it's it's always like a great moment where I went to DM her and she had already like replied to my stories like seven or eight times and I was like oh like oh she follows me Jess like oh yeah. she likes she likes me I'll that send was her awesome. a DM that, that was, was cool. awesome I've gotten a couple um, of my most favorite comedians who started following me but that was because I met them in person and we started okay. talking but it was you so know exciting. but the conversation really was because of podcasting where it's like oh yeah I do this as well and we started talking oh, cool. and then Let's they connect. started following me and I was like oh my god that's yeah, pretty cool that was exciting um okay let's pick another one. Oh. What about the guests that surprised you the most? Like that came in and not that you didn't think it was going to be great, but that, you know, maybe you had a moment where you were like, well, that was incredible or. I think one that I that really that comes to mind again, these are all obviously recent ones, like Mm -hmm. ones in the last year, always really kind of like, of course, because they're fresh in my mind still. Um. I really loved John Kim and his wife, the angry oh. therapist, having them on. And I was like really pleasantly surprised. Like, again, I didn't think it was going to be like trash or anything like no, that. No, but you're like, but wow, I, this was so good. Yeah. And I yeah. just really felt like he was great on our podcast and with his wife. It was funny. Je- both Jess and I expected her to be like, maybe like quieter. And like, we had like both had this certain They're image amazing. of her. And then when we had her on, like, I was just, she was just so like vibrant and it, such enjoyable to talk to and um and just had like a lot to say and so i really enjoyed uh having them that was a recent one that surprised they me were i think there was a lot that surprised me not in the sense that i expected anything bad from no, that's them, what i was saying not like where you're like oh it's not gonna go well but more like oh wow yeah that was amazing yeah the one i wrote down was the Long Island medium. Oh, I that you know what that's funny. As I was saying that, I was like the psychics and stuff also just in mm-hmm. general. Long Island medium for me was, you know, obviously I was so excited to have Teresa Caputo on, like such a big fan. Um was very thrilled, but she was we had such powerful moments mm-hmm. talking to her and specifically your conversation mm-hmm. with her was one that I'll never forget mm-hmm. that was so powerful and will stick out in my mind for forever. Mm-hmm. And I guess I was kind of expecting to have like a fun, silly time with Teresa. I didn't think it was going to be so emotional mm. and like memorable and powerful. So that was one of my favorites. Um, another guest that surprised me is I know I had had my brief, really positive interaction with her. I was going to say, I was just about to say the exact same person. Le- but Lisa Vanderpump. I was going to literally just bring her up next. That was who I had in my mind because it wasn't just her and our podcast. It was how welcoming and down to earth and just like the chillest, <laughs> easiest to talk to person like invited us in her kitchen. It was just like, so just very, very sweet, very down to earth. L- like 
I, like I said, I'd had that positive interaction with her. Just going to bring IRL her IRL years before when she didn't know who I was and she was so kind. But I could not believe, like, you know, you when you when you are bringing in cameras, setting up shop in someone's home, it's like you're in their home. You're kind of in their space. And she was probably one of the most welcoming people we've ever interacted with. Yeah. And she, I, I'll never forget, be, like, having a what is life moment like sitting on her counter and her like yeah. pulling out like like giving us chocolates to each is like you need to try these oh I and, know like, feeding I mean she was just she's just and she wasn't person. making us leave she was like hang out and stay and we just talk I mean she was just so kind and I know. so fun to talk to that I'm like I don't want to leave Villa Rosa <laughs> whenever I watch old seasons I was just telling my friend because we were watching an old season of Beverly Hills and I was like I love Lisa Vanderpump like she is she is really she I don't know after I feel like what you see is what you get and, the and then some like, and then some that's the thing after meeting her I'm like I've always liked LVP stan. I am a stan forever after meeting her yeah forever yeah she was really a sweetheart I loved her too um another guest that I just that I I didn't know much about her until we had her on was Alexis Haynes because I was like a yes. little young yes. for her Alexis Nyers iconic moment. I was a little bit on the younger side for that. But having her on and I still think a lot about what she talked about, um, you know, of recovering from her addiction and sort of this approach of like you have to be able to face like the reality of life and like escapism. She talked. Well, what I guess the themes that stick out in my mind is her just talking about how escapism can take on so many different forms and you have to be ready to meet the discomfort of life because life can be very uncomfortable. And if you can't get yourself to like face that discomfort, like you're always going to be mm. like running in some way or another, whether she that's alcohol great. or other things. Um, you'll never you can't really recover and I, I like that her podcast episode or name that she's taking a break from now is recovering from reality because that's sort of like her theme of like you mm -hmm. have to be able to face like the reality of of life and deal with your demons and really like get into that shit and yeah, yeah. so I really liked that episode with yeah, her as well she that was fantastic and then like yeah on a personal note for me so many podcast guests whether they were listeners part of the broad squad before or had never listened before and came on there's on both sides so many people have like come in and been so fantastic and like now i have like friendships with and i'm like dming all yeah. the time or not dming texting all the time and i'm like now they're my friends and that's yeah. that was that's been such a surprise to me to be like oh my gosh it's so amazing how powerful podcasting can be, like really getting into it with someone for two hours. All of a sudden, like you're like, you're my friend now. Totally. And now I feel comfortable you know like texting other. and like going out and grabbing a, a drink with you or a coffee. Like that's so cool. Yeah, that definitely is. Mm -hmm. um, oh, this is kind of like a silly fun one kind of off of the podcast. And this is weird for you because good Lord, you are part of bachelor nation <laughs> but i wrote best bachelor contestant meeting in real life moment does that make sense yeah okay <laughs> like it's a mouthful how many bachelor contestants have we met in real life um on the pod on the pod on the pod not nick. a lot nick um mike elise okay just, uh, just a handful uh, obviously, you had a relationship with Kendall, but I met her coming on the pod. I had a blast with Blake. I had a blast Blake with Blake. Was, oh my I think god, Blake, Blake is, is fantastic. I mean, we met him on Zoom, but um, I had a really fun time with 
with Blake. Blake, and then I saw him at state. He is wonderful. Yeah. And yeah, I was like, I was writing down a ton. I have like pleasantly had really lovely Bachelor Nation contestant IRL meeting moments. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mike Johnson. I could have we could have talked to him for hours. Yeah. He is he's the real deal. It's yeah. like what you see on TV when you're like, oh my God, he's so dreamy and whatever. I'm like, yeah, that's Mike Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Charming and wonderful. Um, I was saying, oh my God, on like a deep personal level, I love Katie Thurston so much. Mm. I've hung out with her. She's amazing. She's so fun. Elise Colt from Colton yeah. season is probably one of the the kindest people I've ever met. Um and is wonderful. And then Tammy was one of the like shot out of a cannon at Stefan Lovegrove's Christmas party. Yeah. Who when I first walked in was a little nervous. I don't yeah. really know anybody. And she just came just come like just came direct to me and was just the fu- like so fun and so nice. I've just had so many, there's been so many wonderful moments i think you might have met more people <laughs> i've chatted in the dms <laughs> with quite a lot of the contestants and then kind of met a few outside i think um yeah i think i think like I, I yeah i haven't really met that many people since my season do you have any granted it was COVID also and babies and all of that yeah that's true do you have any bachelor people who you have like a dm relationship with yeah um like some funny random ones like me and amanda stanton like we reply to each other's stories like quite frequently and like i have definitely we don't live that far away from each other but we definitely have like an internet uh french we're internet friends i'd call her like my internet friend you know we're like on each other's close friends list you guys should hang out irl nah that's this taking things (laughs) too far Yeah, it makes me nervous. But yeah, I was with Katie a little bit because her and I would DM all the time. And then I hung out for the first time with her like in person a while ago. But like for the first time, her and I hung out one on one recently. And I was like, I love you. And it fully translated. And I know with Elise, it was like in person. I was like, oh, my God, like you're so we had this DM. And then sometimes you meet people and you're like, oh, my God. Well, and people always think like that. I'm going to be friends with like the person who's like the most like me, who's the most like hippie or whatever. But like, no, I I don't feel like that's the case for me. Like I like like what I like about Amanda is that she has a really great sense of humor, which maybe like. I just think she's funny and like her on her close. I don't know. Like I just and she gets like I feel like she gets my humor. So we just like connect on that level. So she's like kind of a funny one that I have like a internet friendship that I, I can just think see of. A beautiful friendship. <laughs> I just want to see. I, I just want Insta content of the two of you together. That's all. It's selfish. Yeah. Well, we'll just for now. We're just internet friends. But that's one that comes to mind. I definitely have like a few random and I'm I gotta look at my DMs right now because I certainly have a few random Instagram friendships with uh-huh. bachelor people where we just yeah we'll reply to each other's stories we're on each other's close friends list oh yeah Lauren Lane is another one Lauren uh uh um, oh, Lauren Lane. Uh, yes. Was engaged. What, why can't I think of her, of her maiden name? I always Lauren forget. Lane is like the perfect name. It really um, is. But it was funny. Just the other day, she was messaging me like, we would really, she, she's like, I really would like love to be friends in real life. Like, well, we don't live in the same state, but she's another one. It's funny because she's friends with Amanda. Amanda, these are kind of like random. It's definitely yes. not, I feel like, what people would guess the people that I have 
internet friendships, but they're like two where we'll like reply back and forth to each other and like, you know, give little tips and mom tips and like stuff like that. Um, so yeah, there are some funny, there are definitely some funny random ones. I'm like, oh my God, I have so many people that I DM with. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I feel I have, I have a, I can't, I'm having a hard time now, like off the top, but I'm like, yeah, I have a few, I have a few random DM relationships with like a few. I haven't, I haven't talked much with Jade recently, but like, I've loved going on her podcast in the past and I loved her coming on ours. She is so lovely. She, she is such a sweetheart. So lovely. Um, so yeah, there's that. That's fun. Some behind the scenes. It is. It is. It is, <laughs> is kind of fun. It is kind of fun. I and it is also funny. Like I love being on people's close friends and like uh, see and and like sometimes you know if I like post something on close friends and then they'll respond back with their you know un uh like something they wouldn't post on their feed you know where they're like I totally agree like that was such bullshit whatever and I'm like oh now <laughs> I know like, how you oh, feel about okay, that you know okay. now I'm on the I'm on the inside no now I know oh, yeah, how no, you whenever, like whenever really anyone shares feel. a little bit of one of those moments where you're like oh okay. exactly we have exactly. a little bit of a a secret relationship yes, now yes well I also have to thank Cassie from Colton season because Cassie gave yes. me my two cats yeah she fostered them and i saw them on her story and then i got to meet up with her and take them home and now i still have sophia and muffins Aww. at my house so that's kind of a sweet one. Oh my god sarah heron oh love, yeah i love sarah too obsessed love with sarah, sarah. we but definitely go back and forth her and, each I, other and too. she is just like talk about someone who loves to send just like the most encouraging words. Yeah. Like yeah, when totally. you're having a rough time, Sarah is that person behind the scenes, not publicizing it, like making sure you're like good to go and like yeah. sending you encouragement. Yeah. She's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Now I'm going in my top requests. And I'm like, oh, they're all brands, not actual people. <laughs> <laughs> That's disappointing. <laughs> okay. What about most personally groundbreaking moment? Okay. Hmm. You have one in mind? Yes. Okay. It's kind of off of what we talked about a little bit. Um, so it's not like a specific moment, but it was just showing up. And mm. when I think about like how many episodes there were, I think about, and there's, you know, specific episodes that I can think of that I wouldn't even mention because I want the episode to be as it is. But there's been episodes that you and I have like behind the scenes been having, you know, like, a really gnarly week mm. or month or day and something happened and you come in and you're like, I'm deflated. I'm sad. And I think old me and I think boundaries are great, but I wanted to step into it. Yeah. I think old me would have been like, can't do it. Sorry. But there were a lot of times where it's like, no, you know what? Like I, I want to show up. And I want to sit here and be present. And so often it was always a really healing moment for me yeah. because it made me take a beat to like sit and just talk with you or a guest or whoever. And I don't think I ever walked away from recording an episode. Bef like, I don't think I ever had a moment where I was going into an episode feeling like I'm really struggling right now, record it and then left feel like regretting that i recorded yeah do you know what i mean yeah, like it totally. always helped me even if we didn't talk about anything that was going on in that way yeah just the 
relationship helped? I think that um, some interesting things for me are like maybe groundbreaking is a little more little dramatic to say, but I guess some growing moments for me was um, receiving like reading. I won't say mean, hard to read reviews or hard to read messages. Sure. Um, But ones that actually did contain like feedback that I really needed to hear. Mm -hmm. Like I remember one was about like, and I hadn't even realized I was doing it, like about being on my phone. And I like read that and it like crushed the way that, what everything that the person said kind of like crushed me, but I it wasn't really mean. It was just Mm -hmm. kind of like hard to Mm -hmm. read. Mm -hmm. Um. Because it was like kind of true and I was like, oh, fuck. And so I think what was good for me, though, is that, um, you know, I just quietly started like working on it. And there's been a few moments like that where I like read something and in the moment I might have been like, kind of like falling apart at the at the criticism. But then. I worked on putting on pra- into practice and I like it would even see sometimes people being like, oh, I really noticed that like this changed or that changed. And that was really big for me. One of the categories is favorite Becca moment. Mm. And I had a bunch. But one of my favorite Becca moments was actually recapping this last season with you Aww. because I knew that you had said that you were wanting to be really intentional Mm. about like ha- going in and having fun and like you know maybe giving the benefit of the doubt or whatever like changing yeah. this energy and i have to tell you becca like w- a wild mm. like shift in like strength too mm. where you just you just you came in and there was just like a uh even when there were tough days like a lightness and energy like and I was so I admired it so much mm, that you like you. set out to like because I wasn't like I wasn't feeling like you needed to shift that. But mm, that was your personal you. goal. And just being able to see like in front of my eyes be like, damn, she set out to do something. And I just got to see like someone make like this big, like active change. Mm. That was really inspiring to mm. me. Thank you. I think mindset to really like changes things. I think like if you say to yourself or say to another person like. I'm going to change this up. I don't know. I think it can be like really powerful. And I don't think I even realized how different it felt in me. Cause I felt different too. I was like, Oh, I had fun. Even doing like bachelor in paradise, mm-hmm. you know, even though it was like what, 18 episodes <laughs> long. It was oh, so long. It was a little tiring sometimes to watch, but I still like, I had fun. I really did not feel like I was slogging my th- feet through the mud. And there were past seasons where, and I'm sure listeners felt it where I was like, I am so over this. Like, I'm sorry. But I felt like just a perspective shift and being like, you know, I do think it's important to, instead of be like, I have to do this, I get to do this. And I think I was just trying to shift to that. And it changed a lot. Mm-hmm. It changed the whole experience for me, too. It wasn't like just putting on like a fake face. It was like, no, I enjoyed it more. I could tell. I had more fun. Yeah. So um, thank you. Another thing I've been proud of this year is I felt like, I, I liked that with the ending of the show. And I I, I don't know. It, it always feels good. What am I trying to say? It always feels good when people are like, what's the backstory? There's got to be more going on. And to be like, no, actually, like what we sh- what we just said 
is really all there is. I know. And we had some a number of moments like that this year. And it feels good. It felt really good for I me think, to move, get that out of the way and be like, no, this is like honest. I know. I know. And this, I, and this I, is true. I feel like something that I appreciate about our relationship with the podcast is that I don't think, I can't think of a moment where we ever shared information or talked through anything mm. that wasn't honest. Like if there was moments where no. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to share. I, I would then, right. I'm like, okay, one of us would literally be like, we're just not going to go there. Yeah. We're not going to share this or I don't want to get into this. Yeah. But when or we shared it, like it. Right. But I'm like, when we shared it, it like if we shared it, it was the honest truth. And I'm really proud about yeah. being vulnerable in a lot of those places when it was scary yeah. to be vulnerable because it's like, okay, maybe some people might not like the truth or are going to have different opinions about it, but we're just going to be honest about what went down yeah. in certain circumstances with us. Toughest podcast moment. What was the toughest moment for you? I don't mean like, well, I guess it can include. I was thinking like, like on, like on air type moment. Because there's been plenty of tough moments off air with life I think the and toughest, stress and struggles. I think the toughest moments, not necessarily on air, but I've had some really tough moments. And there's been times where things I've said have been like clipped, taken out of context, written on paper. And people have used that to like really, and I'm not exaggerating when I say really like viciously attack me and have tried to like really like remove like opportunities to try to um really like attack my character based on things written down and taken out of context on the podcast where I was actually like being incredibly vulnerable in the hopes of making people feel less alone and I was really putting myself out there to try to share like hey like this is maybe hard for me to talk about but like you know, just like this, this is my experience. And to have also people respond back after listening, actually listening to some of those episodes and going like, wow, like, I understand. And like, oh, that made me feel really seen. And like, I know where you're coming from in those moments. And like, I know what that's like, and yada, yada, yada. And for those things, that's always been the hardest is in a moment when I'm trying to really share vulnerably like parts of my experience and to have things like twisted and turned into things to really like try to stab me with um, are have definitely been like the toughest moments of the podcast because I was like, wow, I didn't have to like, mm -hmm. I didn't have to share my life. Like I didn't have to, plenty of people, you know, do podcasts where they just keep things like surface level and, and that's not saying one is better than the other, but it is really hard to really like share vulnerably about, about things that are real in your life and for those things to then be used against me when I was just literally trying to help people and make people feel less alone that that's definitely been the toughest moments of the podcast for me what about you yeah I definitely like you know did you have any tough on on air I mean I know you talked about your yeah, mental the, health the one mental but health one I would say something on air that then got really tough off mm. air for me was one of my most favorite personal episodes, which was God, Church, and the Broads. Yeah. Um, I still haven't been able to 
get really deep into exactly what that was. Because, it might not be ever a thing. And I don't think I, I probably ever will because it's a lot of like really personal, personal. family, business, like all sorts of stuff. Um, but it was devastating. Mm. Like, I mean, you saw me walk through it and it like changed mine and Evan's life. Uh, and that was really hard to process. And that had a lot of fallout from it. Um, so that was definitely the toughest moment for me and my family, honestly. Uh, but would go back and do it again tomorrow a yeah. hundred times because even though it was really rough, it's what I needed to propel certain things and conversations. Because and it was the truth. It was the truth. And it was like that it had to, I, I needed to have certain conversations. I needed to put certain boundaries up. I needed to change the way I was operating a lot. And uh, so did Ev. And yeah. we were kind of in our own little huddle and protecting each other. And um, yeah, it was a, it was radical. There was a lot that came from that. Um, but I'd do it again tomorrow. Well, and to think that, I mean, I think in a lot, I mean, I don't know, maybe you would disagree. Do you feel like if you hadn't have had that episode, it might've been delaying the inevitable Oh, a thousand percent. Yeah. It it had to be talked about. Yeah. And the podcast like gave me courage to like put myself in a situation where I ended up talking about it, where I might have not for a while. You didn't imagine that it would though be what it was not the even close because you wouldn't <laughs> have done it close. you would not have done it otherwise not even close at the time at the time but um that i think that po the podcast has done that a lot for me like where i've set myself in situations where i do share something that um ends up having like some intense repercussions in my life that maybe i wouldn't have had the courage to share um before but it's also taught me about not sharing certain things. I've learned that it's okay for me to have a moment with you where all of a sudden on mic I say something and I can go back and I can take it out because I go, you know what? This is going to just make life too hard yeah. in certain ways. And I want to share and be vulnerable. But there's also things that are like it's safe for me to protect. And I loved the conversation with Jessica um a couple weeks ago yeah. where jessica was like you need to you need to have boundaries yeah. and you need to respect your boundaries and even if people try to push you know back against those for like what maybe what they want like you gotta you gotta take care of those boundaries for sure my big thing is is time yeah that's something that i've mm. really learned is that uh you know in in social media and um this like culture, it's all the quick, quick, quick response. And hearing from people like Jessica Lignato, like Jessica Stone, conversations with us where I'm like really come to realize the human design. Human design is that like I need to, I need time to process because I do also feel every emotion from every which side. I can't help it. Like I just take it all in and I need time to really sit and realize like, okay, let me, let me read into this. Let me sit with this. Let me think on this before. I respond to certain things um, or if I choose to respond or not that I need to give myself time. And I think that's been a big learning curve for me is that there was often times where I just pushed myself 
to just have a quick response because I was panicking. Even literally as much as like like contracts where it's like sure. I need they need to know now if we're going to accept this or not and I'm like I don't know how I feel yet. Yeah. I need to be like I need to sit on this and really think. I think I I've never I don't think we've ever said this but I think people also don't realize how confusing it is when you also have people you know directly messaging you, commenting, maybe even people you know texting you. People saying no, you were in the right. And people saying at the same time, like, no, you were in the wrong. That's a lot, yeah. That's something I've never really, I don't feel like we've ever shared about is like how uh, confusing it can be to kind of sort out within yourself. You're like, well, this person I trust is like saying that I didn't do anything wrong. But then this person that I kind of like admire is saying that I did something wrong. And it's like, you're, you're, it can be very uh, confusing and like oh, very overwhelming. Oh, my Libra brain explodes with that where I'm I like, mean, Oh my God, I'm hearing every side and it's all great points. And I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And just, I, but it's like, okay, I'm like, that's okay. I can sit with that in myself and I can process it and take time mm-hmm. to sit with that. Mm-hmm. Don't need to rush. I need to slow down. Mm-hmm. Cause slow there's down. even times now where I can look back over the years and be like, oh yeah, 95% of people were telling me that like what I was doing was right. Mm-hmm. And now I can look back and say, "Ah, I don't really think that was right. And vice versa. I can see things that I look back. I was 95% of people said that I did something wrong. And now I'm like, I don't think that was really wrong. Mm -hmm. And like, that's, that's like a very real and difficult thing. People are saying, keep going. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And then later on, you're like, oh, "Oh, shit, I shouldn't have kept going. That was was not good advice from the majority of people. Huh. Yeah. Should not have listened to them. Man, not easy. Um, Oh, maybe let's see. Should we do maybe like two more? Yeah. My hand. The only thing that's going to stop me from ending from keeping this episode going forever is my hands are shaking from hunger. So we'll yeah. do two more. <laughs> we need to feed Becca. <laughs> do you have a favorite broad squad moment? I honestly think like kind of going off of what we were just talking about. Like I think what the moments that I really, really needed. Obviously, we've had broad squad guests and all that. So I could pick one of those. But I think the moments that really matter to me is when someone took the time uh, especially in, you know, the heat of some sort of cancellation or something like that. Um, when someone took the time to like message me in the middle of like what was maybe a public difficult moment and to say, you know, like maybe they didn't even take a stance on what people were talking about. Right. Let's say let's say, for example, that, you know, there was a light cancellation over something said on the podcast and a bunch of people are, you know, bombarding DMs and comments. Someone even not even commenting on that, but just being like, I just wanted to let you know, I've been listening for a really long time and I always look forward to the episodes every week. And I just, you know, some encouraging thing, you know, you you really have shown me how to be more bold or how to, you know, whatever, trust myself or all that kind of thing. And Whenever someone took the time to write that, maybe if they weren't even commenting on everything that was going on, that always was really encouraging and like really lifted me up in some of those moments that really were not easy, even if it may have seemed to others like, well, she's just going about her life. It's like, well, you know, even with you, it's like... I I think there were plenty of moments where I was, you know, playing things over and over and over in my head at night and not, you know, knowing what to do. But I might have shown like a face of like, you know, fuck it or whatever. But it, it was there was a lot of moments that were really, really hard. And for people to really just take the time to write something encouraging and sweet 
and with the intention to, you know, lift lift us up. That really meant the world. Messages like sharing about, especially in these last couple weeks, I've just gotten so many messages of people being like, like you've been part of our lives for however long of like, you know, when I'm unpacking my my boxes in my college dorm and I'm really nervous about my first day in college Mm -hmm. or I'm postpartum and I'm really having a hard time and I don't feel like I have any friends Mm -hmm. around and and uh, or like, you know, my parents were going through health issues and I was so anxious. I'm like turning on Chatty Broads help me every week. Like I was reading through all these messages of people that it's like, oh my God, we've we've had babies with people, gotten yeah. engaged, gone through breakups. Like there's so much and that means everything. I like, think it truly does. Some of my favorite messages both on Instagram and on like related to Instagram stuff and related to the podcast is I also love when we're sharing about something that like we're going through and then someone in return will write a message or write a comment and be like, Oh, I remember like when I went through that yeah, and like this, that you're, you know, blah, 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 blah. And is like relating to me, like in conversation, you know, even mm-hmm. though I don't know them, they're then sharing, like I went through something really similar or like, I've always struggled with that same thing too. Um, I've always really liked those moments because then I just in the in those moments, even if I don't reply, because most of the time I don't, I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, it's valid. It there have been so many times I know for both of us where we've been invalidated in return. We've been vulnerable on the flip side. Have been vulnerable. Have shared stuff, and then having people message me be be like, I thought I was the only one who dealt with this, mm-hmm. or you know, I thought, you know, I thought I was alone in that. And you're then it makes you feel less that's alone. That's been the mass and majority. Like, wow, I'm of, not alone. That's been the mass majority of this podcast to me. Mm. I think I come off pretty extroverted, but you know, I'm pretty. I'm an introvert, mm-hmm. and I. I can I share certain things but protect a lot so I think over the years there was a lot that I had never said that I felt really lonely about like oh I feel this way or I struggle with this or whatever and all of a sudden having these conversations on the podcast and seeing communities discuss or send dms or whatever yeah people being like oh I never heard someone talk about this before this is the first time and I really yeah and I and I've been going through that or that happened to me or whatever and I'm like oh my god like this is the most homey feeling i can imagine yeah where all of a sudden it's just like we got each other we're not alone even those moments you know i was sharing with abroad the other day and i've i've talked about it on the podcast before but like when i would wake up in the middle of the night to like feed ember when she was a newborn um i'd feel so lonely like Mm. in the quiet of the night and i remember then having one moment one night where i was sitting and i was like there are millions of people doing this right now alone in the middle of the night. And even though we're not together, we're together. Mm -hmm. And I felt that way a lot with this podcast Mm -hmm. where it's like they're now knowing that there's so many moments where when I'm struggling with family stuff, uh, religious trauma or whatever, and I feel so by myself that I'm like, maybe we're not together, but we're together. And Mm -hmm. I know right now there's someone else Mm -hmm. who's in that process. And then we can take another moment to like, be silly on the podcast and take a deep breath and enjoy just like being here in life and wow. enjoy laughing and all of that together. Wow. Like, I can't believe no crazy tears were shed on this podcast yet. I know. I'm you like, I got, the, I, got, I got a little bit of teary eyes. Meanwhile, I can't believe I'm rushing this to wrap, but I'm getting a migraine from having low blood sugar and I need to go have a Baby, lunch. It wouldn't be chatty and- <laughs> broths if we could, didn't get you a snack. 
It would have been chatting broads if I wasn't if I wasn't zoning out, starting to check out from the episode because I need to go put calories in myself. (sighs) (sighs) Well, I don't even know how we end. Um, Follow Becca if you're not. Instagram. Lord knows Becca. what you know what new project Becca will be doing at Becca. <laughs> Tune in January 4th. Follow the bad mom on um, Instagram. Follow the bad mom with two Ds. Uh, tune in January 4th for the first episode of your mom and be dad. Here. It will be on this cha- this feed, so you do not have to go anywhere. So subscribe if you're not to get updates and yeah. make sure you don't miss our first episode. Also on the YouTube, all that. It's going to be in the same spot, mm-hmm. so you don't have to go anywhere. January 4th, your mom and dad diving right in. Um Broads. Thanks for the past four years. Okay, it's hitting me now. Seriously, thank you all for the past four years. We've done a lot of life together, all of us. And you and I have done so much life together. I think it'll literally just hit me. granted like i know it's not gonna be like we'll be on each other's like podcast in the future yeah. it's never not gonna be ever the last time that we like sit down no. and record with each other but like um yeah <sighs> i can't believe it and i don't want to say i, I know Even though I know it's not goodbye, it's you later. It's all that corny stuff. But I know. Um, but no, it's we're closing it's... the doors on this chapter, and it's been a really long one, and it's been a really great one. It really <sighs> has, and there's just been so much that's happened, and everything in four years, and like I just have just an immense amount of gratitude, and I love you so much. I love you too, and I'm really proud of us. And we had a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Pain, <laughs> tears, but also like so much laughter, so much goofiness, and so much just built in joy to every week. Mm-hmm. I didn't even have to think about it. Just like, oh, time to drive to Jess's, and then we're just going to talk and 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 be friends and do what we do. So I feel like we have, do we have to count to three and say it <sighs> together? Because neither one of us can be like the last ones to say it. Yeah. Also, you know what I like about it is even though we're we're rapping, um, 
that it's not a goodbye, no. right? And that's what I've always loved about our send off. No. no, only live fifty minutes away from each other without traffic. <laughs> we'll still still see each other probably. Okay, oh, all right, ready. Okay, we can't say it at the same time. You can say it the last time. Okay. Chat soon broads. Chat soon broads. Thanks for chatting with us. <laughs> we love you all. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my goodness.